You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's World. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So I really cannot believe that we are in February. We are already five days into this new month. The first quarter is literally about to be over. Time is flying and I'm looking at the laundry list of things that I need to do (laughs) and I'm just like, whoa, is this all going to be accomplished in 2020? Um, But I guess the good news is, is that the groundhog, I don't know if he saw his shadow, didn't see his shadow. I cannot remember how the saying goes. Either way, the determination is that we have an early spring on our hands, allegedly. And for those of us who live in the Northeast, I feel like maybe that might be true. I might not be so skeptical because it's been a little warm these last couple of days. It's been in the 40s and the 50s. So I'm hoping that it's true. But then again, I've also been played by Mother Nature. (laughs) So I feel like next week is going to be 10 degrees. I don't know. I don't know how to feel, but apparently that was supposed to be the good news for the weekend was that the groundhog declared that we are getting into an early spring. But either way, I do want to take this time to remind you guys to please subscribe, rate and review Frida's World podcast. We are available on pretty much all platforms. So that means your Apple podcasts, your SoundClouds, your Stitchers, your Google Plays, your Spotify's, your iHeart radios. So if you are a fan of any of those platforms, take the time to type in Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A apostrophe S world and subscribe, rate, and review. Also, take this time to follow us on Instagram, Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. And be sure to slide up in our DMs, you know, send us comments, and definitely like and be part of our posting community. I call it the posting community because I feel like there are certain posts that, you know, we put up and the engagement that goes that that you see taking place under, you know, these posts. I feel like it's a true community in a sense, because you have individuals who don't actually know each other, agreeing, disagreeing, you know, liking comments and high fiving and whatnot. And so I really do enjoy seeing that back and forth. And I also enjoy taking place or taking taking a part. <laughs> taking a or being a part Jesus Christ I'm tired being a part of the back and forth that takes you know place there we go that takes place (laughs) under my social media post so definitely get in on the Instagram fun that's taking place also for those of you Facebook lovers because not everybody loves Instagram we have the Frida's World, the after show Facebook group. And so we haven't necessarily started so much of the discussion yet, but this week we are going to post in the discussion group um, and we're going to talk about last week's episode. So for those of you who have not yet tuned in to last week's episode, definitely tune in and get in on the conversation. I definitely want to hear your, your points of view and I definitely kind of want to flesh out some of the points that were made in last week's episode. So for this week, 
you know, I always start with the highlight of my week, but this week's highlight of my week is actually the discussion topic for today. And so my highlight, I guess my realization that took place over the weekend was that I am without a mentor. And for the most part, you know, through high school, through college, even through law school, and for several years after law school, I've had mentors that were both men and women. And mentorship for me is something that's very important because I serve as as a mentor to several mentees. I have a lot of you know, law, mostly law students and um, people who are, you know, new, new, fresh out of law school um, that I have mentored over the course of the years, you know, particularly sharing my experience of going, you know, to law school as a single mother and just some of the pitfalls and some of the things to look for. So I truly do enjoy mentoring um, people. And so for me, being mentored is also something that I value because at the end of the day, you know, especially as people of color, we are not given a lot of these opportunities right off the bat. We are, there are a lot of skills that we had to develop, you know, the long and hard way. And I think, you know, finding the right mentor for you, somebody especially who's in your field of interest that can help guide you, show you the ropes, you know, you know, develop you as a leader, as, as, as a rising star, I think is really, really important. And so, you know, when I was in law school, my, I had my mentor, uh, Professor Sylvain, who happened to be Haitian, which I thought was amazing because here I was in law school at Fordham Law and I had a professor who was Haitian. Um, he was my mentor for, you know, from my, from the moment that I met him, I, you know, I adopted him as my mentor, but then even after law school, we stayed connected and he still was a great source of guidance for me. And also my public resource in uh, my public interest resource center director, Hillary Exter, um, was a great sort, a great resource for me and a great mentor for me, um, in law school and after law school. And so I, I felt, you know, supported and I felt, um, I felt, I don't know what else, what else I felt. <laughs> I am always at a loss of words, but I definitely felt supported. I think supported is the word um, that I that I really want to like harp on. And I really felt like I was being guided and I was being developed. But I realized that, you know, with every relationship, unless you, you know, put your effort into keeping it, it falls off. Life happens, things happen and things fall off. And I realized over the weekend, you know, as I've been going through these this bumpy terrain for the last, you know, couple of months, really with this new job uh, and not necessarily a new industry per se, or um, but there there's, you know, just there's just a lot of differences in in, in what I'm doing now. Um, that's not as similar to the things that I've been doing before. And as I'm navigating through this bumpy road, this, this, you know, confusing, murky, murky, um, you know, I don't know, period now of my career, I realized that, wait, I don't have a mentor. <laughs> this is why I'm feeling so distraught and I'm, I'm like really racking my brain and I'm really spinning my wheels. I don't have a mentor. Um, and, and the type of mentorship that I particularly need at this point is a mentor in this particular industry. It doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. Um, it could be a male of color, but I feel like 
I need a mentor. And I feel like if I had a mentor at this moment, a lot of this stress, a lot of the strife, a lot of this confusion um, would in a sense kind of be assuaged in a way. Because I would have somebody there to say, listen, I've been through this. I've seen this before. Here's how you manage this. Here's how you tackle this. Okay, you have a, a manager who might not be the best type of manager, but here's how you can coexist and still be a rising star. And I had like when that realization hit me, I was like, oh, no, I need to find a mentor ASAP Rocky. I need to figure it out. I don't know what I need to do, but I need to find a mentor because that is the piece that I'm missing. That is why I'm going through a lot of these issues. I mean, obviously I'm going through them because I'm going through them, but meaning I I don't have a support. I don't have somebody who's like, listen, I, you see that this is how you do. This is how you operate. This is how you, you, you know, maneuver this corporate jargon, this corporate lingo, these corporate personalities. And so that's my highlight of the week, identify, you know, identifying the fact that I am without a mentor in my industry and that I need to go find one. And so with this now being the discussion topic, the importance of having a mentor, I cannot, I cannot express um, or emphasize how important it is, especially for us people of color in the workspace. A lot of us might be the only person of color in the workplace. Some of us, there might be two, there might be three. Even if there is a decent amount, we're still treated differently. I don't care what anybody says. And if, if we're not actually being treated differently, we feel differently. Like, like we're, we're not necessarily comfortable, um, you know, if, we're, if we really sit back and if we really think about our experiences in the workplace as people of color, as women of color, there, you know, there is something is off. And I think that, again, by having a mentor, whether it be a male or a woman, but somebody who's who is a mentor in your industry um, to explain what's going on, to help you navigate, to be a support system for you, um, to help develop you, to be the best that you can be in your field, in your industry is really, really important. Because at the end of the day, we don't know everything, especially for those of us, you know, in the corporate spaces, you know, we're just trying to figure it out. And sometimes us figuring out figuring things out can land us in trouble. It can, you know, create, you know, cause us to, to, to make mistakes that we otherwise would not have to if we had that voice of reason and we had that go-to person. And, you know, so what I've, now that I've realized that I, I need a mentor, it hit me <laughs> like a ton of bricks. I had to now sit back and say, how do I go and find this mentor? Because I think the misconception with mentorship, a lot of times, especially with those of us who might be at a school for, you know, you know, within the last several years, or even those of us who are still currently in grad schools and law schools and whatever, we have this idea that mentors need to find us. Like if we go to a networking mixer, that the, that the mentor will somehow fall in our lap or that if we're working in an environment that just because there's another black person who might've been there longer than you, that that person is going to automatically come and say, Hey, I need you to be my mentee. I want to show you the ropes. 
Should it be like that? I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think with the mentorship, you know, route, if you know that you need a mentor, you need to seek out your mentor. You cannot stand around and hope that, you know, the black executive says, oh, there's another black one here. Let me go make that person my mentee. That's not how it works. You're the individual that needs to be developed. You're the individual that needs to get a better handle of what is going on in this industry. Who are these key players? What do I need to know to keep myself not just safe, <laughs> but how do I get ahead? Where, where do I develop this competitive edge? A mentor will show you that. A mentor in your industry. You have to seek them out. And in seeking out the mentor, you don't just want to find anybody who just happens to be in your field that's been in your field a couple years, you know, more than you have. You want to find the individual that you want to be. And that's something that right now I'm I'm searching for because I don't know who in in my industry um, is somebody that I want to be like I haven't identified this individual yet because I've just come to the realization that I need a mentor but you have to you have to figure who who do you want to be who do you want to be like who do you want to emulate you know once you identify that individual or individuals because who says you just have to have one mentor right then you need to do a deep dive. And that's what I, I've done in the past. So although I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the same playing level with all of you guys now, trying to go out there and seek a mentor, in the past, what I've done is I've identified somebody that I wanted to be like. And then I said, okay, now let me research this individual. Because just because the, you know this individual has the title and works in the industry, happens to be either a woman, if you're being very specific like that, it doesn't mean that that's the right person for you. That person might not be personable. They might not have, they might not be good at, you know, mentoring. And so I would do deep dives. I would go on their LinkedIn profiles. I would look to see who's engaging with them on LinkedIn. I would do Google searches. I would, you know, find out where they went to high school, where they went to law school, what they were involved in. Do we have any similarities? I would do that entire deep dive. And then I would either send a LinkedIn message, which I have done, identifying an individual. I wouldn't say, hey, I want you to be my mentor, but I would reach out to them like, hey, you know, I saw your profile. I see that you're in my industry. Um, you know, I'm really interested in some of the things that, you know, you've been involved in. I would really like to know if you would have any time to meet up for coffee. And we would do that. We would meet up for coffee. And I've actually had several coffee um, breaks and coffee meetups with individuals who I've identified as people of interest through LinkedIn or through other networking events that I've been through in the past. The other thing that you don't want to, um, I'm always at a loss of words, <laughs> but the only, the other thing that you kind of don't want to just push to the side is when your friends say, Hey, I know somebody who works in that field, or I know somebody who works in that industry or at that company. Let me connect you to, I've actually went on several coffee meetups, tea meetups with, you know, prospective mentors that my friends thought that I would be a good match with. And, you know, those have been very productive. Those have been very lucrative in a sense um, for me. And so I think that that's also important to reach out to your friend circles and say, hey, you know, do you guys know anybody who works in this particular industry or who does, you know, X, Y, and Z? I'm really trying to either penetrate this industry or I'm really trying to become a leader at my job. Do you know anybody who, you know, works at this particular firm or just somebody that you think would be a great fit for me to talk to, to pick their brain. 
and to truly develop that mentor-mentee relationship. Um, One thing I will say is that I find that a lot of times when people are seeking out mentors, they have these, I don't know, these false expectations about what what that process is really supposed to look like. You know, after you have your meeting, um, your coffee meetup or or lunch meetup with the men with the mentor, you know, I wouldn't necessarily unless the conversation flows that way, because sometimes you meet a people and you know you instantly connect, but unless the you know the conversation is really flowing to the point where you're like, hey, I really would like for you to be my mentor, um, I wouldn't necessarily jump in and say, hey, I'm looking for a mentor and that's why we're out. That's why I invited you out. I would definitely let the relationship build organically. It might not be until the second or third or maybe even fourth coffee, lunch or dinner meetup that you say, you know what, I've really enjoyed these last few times that we've been able to hang out and really get to know each other. I really appreciate the advice you've given me so far about this particular industry or this particular job. You know, um, I'm, you know, really seeking that type of guidance and nourishment or nurture nourishment, (laughs) nurturing from somebody who's seasoned in this particular area. And I would really like for us to continue this, you know, this, this relationship, you know, if, if you wouldn't mind being, you know, like a mentor to me, like I would really appreciate it. Something like that, you know, something with a little finesse, right? I feel like sometimes we have to allow the process to, you know, to work. We can't just necessarily jump in and be at the person's neck and in their face, like, listen, you're going to be my mentor, you know, and, and call it a day. The other thing too, is that, you know, sometimes mentorship is the whole mentorship process. It's not just about you. It's also like, it's kind of like a give and take. It's like any relationship. You don't want to just be take, take, taking all the time, right? See where you can be of value to this individual that you're identifying as a prospective mentor. And, you know, and of course, that's only going to come out through organic conversations, organic meetups and things of that nature. The other thing I will say about entering and engaging in that mentor mentee relationship is that we really have to check our egos and we have to really um put our sensitivities to the side. And what I mean by that is a lot of times you'll hear individuals say that, you know, they had a mentor and, you know, they were cool, but then they came to a point where things weren't just, they, things were just not working out. And, you know, sometimes I would ask like, well, what do you mean that it didn't work out? Like, you know, you seem to have been really excited. This seems to be an individual who's really dominating the field that you're trying to penetrate. Like what's going on? And after, you know, a lot of back and forth, what it really came down to was that the individual, the mentee, I guess, felt too challenged by the mentor, meaning, you know, the mentor at some point that relationship does become like a friendship relationship, right? It's not just, it's not like an employer employee relationship. Your mentor at some point should also be your friend, really. Um, That's really the nature of that type of relationship but your mentor is there to guide you is the is there to be a voice of reason your mentor is there to you know be critical of you as well like if you're doing something that's not proper if you're engaging in a course of conduct that might get you fired or that might not lead you to the path of success it is your mentor's job to say hey john like you know i see what you're trying to do but i i I think you're going at it the wrong way i find that a lot of us professionals 
a lot of times lawyers, we don't like to be challenged. We always have this, I don't know, internal feeling of righteousness as if we always know what we're doing and, you know, we cannot be questioned, um, which is pretty ironic because you think if you're searching for a mentor, right, or if you're looking for guidance, that means that there is some sort of awareness that you don't know everything and that you need some sort of assistance in navigating, you know, um, your career, your field or whatever it is. Um, but we don't like to be challenged. And I think a lot of times that's that's what puts a lot of strain in the mentor-mentee relationship. So I think if we go in understanding that this is a relationship, there will be differences of opinions. And at the end of the day, this is a mentor-mentee relationship. You being the mentee, meaning that the mentor is the individual who has the knowledge experience um, and is there to really impart the wisdom on you and to help guide you and develop you and and should at least have your best interest at heart and that there does need to be some sort of trust within this relationship that I might not agree a hundred percent, but at the end of the day, I have to trust in your ability. I have to trust in your experience. I have to trust in your knowledge and understanding of this area, of this industry, and that you will not lead me astray. And so I think that if we um, break out of that, you know, we could really, really thrive in positive mentor-mentee relationships. And so for me, again, the realization was more so that, you know, I feel like I'm flailing. I'm doing a lot of flailing. And I'm like, but why? Why am I flailing? Why, why, why am I not more stable? And of course, there are a lot of, you know, reasons for that. You know, I still need more understanding of the industry. I might still, you know, I might actually need resources to be able to do what I need to do. But it would make things much better. It would make things much easier if I had a voice of reason, if I had a mentor in the industry to say, Rita, it gets better. Or maybe it doesn't get better, but here's how you overcome. I think that relationship is something that a lot of us are lacking. Like, sure, a lot of us, you know, we say, yeah, you know, this person's my mentor very loosely, though. I think we sometimes we're very loose with the way that we, you know, categorize people as our mentors. We're like, yeah, that's our mentor, but are they truly mentoring? And I would say for those of you individuals who are out there, who are mentors or who are claiming to be mentors of individuals, that you take your role really seriously because being a person of color, a woman of color, especially, you know, in these, you know, workspaces, it's very difficult. It could be very demoralizing. And sometimes you leave the office space wondering why you even went and got an education to begin with. And so knowing that, that there are a lot of pressures on us, a lot of expectations, a lot of those expectations being unrealistic, being a mentor to, you know, a woman of color who's really just trying to be the best that they can be, really be a leader in the industry. Nobody's out here trying to be mediocre. You know, we're, we're professionals. We, we came this far for a reason. We have ambitions. We really want to, you know, we want to really want to be developed. So if you are a mentor out there who, or again, claiming to be a mentor, really take your job seriously, really, you know, develop this individual that you're, that you're mentoring, be a source, be a resource for them, be a source of understanding 
for them. Be, you know, their career guru in a sense. Really na- help them navigate these spaces. Help them understand how to deal with these personalities because a lot of it is you know, being able to manage personalities, especially corporate personalities. A lot of us didn't grow up in environments where we had to deal with all of this. We we had other things we had to deal with. We had we know how to navigate other personalities, but these corporate personalities can be very, very difficult to manage. I mean, there are a lot of there's socioeconomic class. There's a lot of different things that, that play in here. And so to have somebody to help you navigate that is really critical. So, you know, even with myself, when I'm mentoring individuals, you know, I let them know that I am I don't always have the answers. And a lot of times I am figuring it out, <laughs> but I can at least, you know, give them give them a little roadmap of this is what I did that didn't work. So you might want to try this. Or let's navigate together because I can already tell you that this is not, you know, so really be intentional with your mentoring. And so I think with that being said, you know, for those of you individuals who are like me feeling that you're kind of like in some sort of workplace, you know, rut, the answer to your, you know, your problems might be getting a mentor. Having somebody who can say, listen, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're going through. This is what happened to me. But let me show you, you know, how life can be different if we implement these steps or these tactics or whatnot. That might be the solution. It might be, you know, again, might, but it doesn't hurt to try. And so in terms of looking for a mentor, like I said in the past, I've gone through LinkedIn and that's what I plan on doing now. Going on LinkedIn, you know, looking at some of these industry experts, looking at some of these senior level um, people of color. For me, I would particularly want to find a woman of color, you know, because I feel like they'd be able to speak to a lot of the issues that I might be experiencing myself. But going on LinkedIn, asking our friends who are in in, in different spaces, hey, do you know anybody? Um, you'll be surprised who people know. Doing general Google search, because if you, maybe you can't, maybe LinkedIn's not a good tool for you. Maybe doing a Google search, keeping your eyes and ears open when you go to these conferences, maybe going to a conference. You know, if you're in employment law, there's a lot of employment law conferences that take place every year in various states, not just New York. Maybe you might want to go to one of those conferences in knowing that you're hunting discreetly <laughs> for a mentor. So there's many ways that you can find them. And I think that if, you know, maybe if we're a little more intentional um, of finding a mentor and really just kind of, you know, creating a well, a more well-rounded experience for us, like we'll, we'll see the change. We'll see the change in the, you know, in us when it comes to approaching the workplace environment, the environment might never change, but at least there, there might be a change in you because there'll be a change in your approach. So hopefully this episode was useful for somebody. I feel like me being able to talk it out, I'm even more energized and charged to go look for my mentor. And I really hope that you guys are inspired to do the same. So with that being said, everyone, thank you for tuning to another episode of Frida's World. Please do not forget to rate, subscribe and review. Follow us on Instagram and head over to our website and sign up for our newsletter www.fridasworld.com and talk to you guys next week. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world.